See this? This is my boomstick. Damn it, Jim, what the hell's the matter with you? Well, baby, he's so horny. It's so funny how I'm funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Don't, don't, don't. I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you oh, mean, no, funny? No, funny no, how no, I'm funny. No. Yes. Let's just pray I yes. have the energy to get myself this another beer. This town needs an enema. My mom always said, life was like a box of chocolates. I still You never know what you're going to get. You have failed me for the last time. Wrong, sir. Wrong. I was saying balloons. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh my gosh, and we're back in a regular studio, <laughs> yes, and uh, it's tonight it's just uh, the two of us again, uh, so it's going to be... Uh, it's because Mal is still on the other side of the globe. That's right, mm-hmm. and, it, and, he's still in, and he's still in bed right now. Yeah. I'm assuming. So uh, tonight we have uh, Promi and... And with no name. Ah, sorry. We didn't have the fan going. Yes. We only have one fan and it's on now. Yes. So, here we are. It's show 201. Is it? Wow. It's been right. three weeks since we did show 200 with uh, now no. on the other side of the globe. For various personal complications. No, no, nothing pressing, nothing no. to worry about there. Uh, men with their name stitches are about to come out, and I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. It was not bad. Yeah. Um, and so what's been going on? What's your... Weeks been like well, anything uh, exciting? I went to Disney a couple weeks ago. Oh. Um, I went last week. We'll have to compare notes. Went on Saturday with Mimi Bunn and her two nieces, and then on Sunday for my mom because that was something that she wanted to do for Mother's Day, but she was sick on Mother's Day, so oh. went over there, drove all the way back, then went over there and drove all the way back. Wait, know, two days in a row. Wait, she she went. Okay, I'm confused. All right. You went on Mother's Day no, for her, but she was sick? My mom wanted... was That was originally what she'd asked to do for Mother's Day, but she right. ended up being really sick on Mother's Day. Okay, so, so you went a different day. Oh, okay, no. I got you. I was thinking that that it was Mother's Day weekend that you went. No. I got up at some ungodly time of the morning and went on Saturday with Mimi Bun and her uh, nieces and then got up and did the exact same thing with Sunday with, with my mother. Yeah. Nice. That's cool, though. That's a that's a no. I, I don't know if it still is a fun fun day for you, but we went. We that went was fun. Saturday rained, so that would kind of uh, a little bit. But yeah, that does. We went to uh, we went last week. My parents, their next door neighbor works for Disney, mm-hmm. and well, I might as well get it. Tell the story. Yeah, tell the story. Tell us a story, man. <laughs> since I'm starting to anyway. And since our um, listeners don't know everything, I'll act like I don't, I'm hearing this for the first time. Well, a lot of it you are. Wow, really? Okay, okay. <laughs> Stock responses. You can leave the room. I'll just hit them when I need to. So hmm, that's very interesting. Continue. <laughs> uh, my parents' next-door neighbors work for Disney. So every so often they come up with the free passes, and in the past they've given my parents a couple of them. One of them expired... May 25th. So, last weekend, we had to go. If we wanted to use that free pass, we had to go. So, it turned out that between you and Mimi Bun and Sally the Beer Wench and our two neighbors who are friends that live next door, 
none of you, none, no one else was able to go. So I thought you wanted your neighbors. No, we ended up not going because she ended up in the ER the weekend before, and she still wasn't feeling well. That's another story. Um, remind me of that one later. Okay. So anyway, it was just John and I. That's Which cool. Is good. I mean, I mean, probably it's better in some ways. Yeah. I mean, because you don't have to worry about what the group wants to do. Yeah. It's you want to do this? Well, yeah, okay. You know, simple as that. Yeah. But. Either way, we had a good time. We went to, we start, oh, so we go to Epcot. Mm-hmm. That's where we wanted to start. He wanted to go on Soren because he has never been. So we get to the gate. He had the pass that expired on the 25th. Mine expired like the end of the year. So we get there. We get to the gate. I said to him, you go first just in case there's a problem. That way we can hold on to mine still. Oh, to get into the park. To get into the park, yeah, Yeah. because his expired first. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, the thing comes up with invalid and and something about, like, um, not refuse entry, but something along those lines. Like, no, no, you can't get in the park. Please escort off property. Pretty much. (laughs) And the guy tried it again. Now, we were there when they opened. Hmm. So... When we got to people the line, behind you in line loved you. Yes, and we were about the tenth, eh, maybe fifteenth person in line. So of course the guy is rushing to get people in, mm-hmm. and he says, uh, and I don't know where he was from, but he had some sort of an accent. We were talking really fast. He said, "It's void." No, 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 no. I'm like, we just got it. We just got these passes. No, no, that's what I'm like. I'm, I said. We, we just got it. It should. It's supposed to work. So I said, oh, "Pull over there." I'll come over there. So I guess that meant I'll call someone. He yells, and I guess the supervisor or whatever comes over. Hmm. So the supervisor, and meanwhile they scan my ticket or my my voucher or whatever you want to call it, and it worked fine. So the the supervisor says, "Do me a favor, just have a seat there, and I'll give a I'll give a look at it." We were inside, just inside the gate sitting on a bench. So you could have run. I even said that. I said, you know, if we got up and walked away right now, we would be in the park. They'd never find us with all these people. But we wouldn't be able to go to any other park. Right. Because these were park hopper passes. So, but we sat there. So a couple, not long, five minutes at the most, the guy comes back and he says, well, the bad news is that the pass was used in December. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yes, it does. sound like now in Sally the Bear Ranch? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he said it was used in on December 2nd, sorry, October 2nd at the Magic Kingdom. I said, he said, is one of you David? And that's the neighbor. Mm-hmm. But, you know, me, I'm, I'm usually ready for stuff like that. I said, that's my uncle. He just gave that, just gave us the tickets. And he said, well, I'm going to hook you up today. But... You want to check, you want to show him this number, he had something circled on the pass. You want to show him this number and tell him to check with, with whoever because the, the computer doesn't always match up. Like, like they've had problems before. Yeah. But, and then he handed us a ticket and said, good for one complimentary, and we were, we were thrilled. Because that's all, we would have left. Right. We would have had to have left because we were not, we didn't have the money right then. We weren't prepared to spend $130 no. for the... You know. Well, just one. We would have had to buy... Oh, a park hopper. Park hopper, yeah. No, well, we would have 
at the very least, or very most, I should say, would have bought just to Epcot. Yeah. But even at that, no. Oh, I just realized we're talking way too loud, aren't we? Um, we're supposed to be way back from this. Uh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, folks. Just realized it. We're just that enthused. Luckily, we're not that far into it. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, this is better. Hopefully. I have to try and remember to stay back now. Anyway, so we go on Soren, which is uh, such a simple but fantastic ride. Yeah. It, the thing that makes it so great is that it's really kind of subtle. Yeah, it is. For as as sophisticated as it is, and it could be, I mean, if you don't know what it is, it's a giant domed... It's an IMAX. It's a domed IMAX. Is it IMAX? Yeah, okay. It's kind of on the wall on the, on the floor. Right. I mean, it, it encompasses your field of vision if you look straight ahead. Yep. Um, and to show how they did it, the guy on one of those Disney shows, he, the thought came in his head of three rows or three, let's say three benches. There are actually ten seats across. Right. One row in front of the other, hang, suspended, and then the entire contraption goes out and up, and the seats then are vertical, one on top of the other. And then there's three sets of that. So it's it's 90 seats, and, you know, they sway back and forth and, and forward and backwards and, curve, and yeah. rock and stuff. But it's really pretty subtle. Yeah. So it's, it's not a not, thrill ride. No, it's not a thrill ride. It's not a simulator. It's more like a swing. Yeah. It really is. And, and that really like controls so cool. Yeah. And the fans. And the smells and, and stuff. And the, the smell. water so and it's, the oranges. It's a really cool attraction because it's so well done. And it's family friendly, you know. You Oh, yeah. I mean, there was only some... Only the most obscene person afraid of heights would have a problem with this ride, really, because... Yeah. And, and because it... It, you're made to feel like you're flying. Yeah. Like you're on a hang glider. And there was a little kid in front of us, and he was kind of scared, and, and some other lady said to him, there's nothing to be scared about, because he's a, pointing to her husband, older couple, mm-hmm. pointing to her husband. She said, because he's a chicken, and he wouldn't be on it if, <laughs> if it was scary. So that made the kid feel better. I always like with that one when you're on the lower levels, and you see the people kind of above you, their feet. Uh, uh, and when you go over the mountains and stuff or the salt water and you, you see them like raise their legs <laughs> yeah. like like they just do it instinctively like yeah. oh we're going to hit that don't street. even think of it yeah. just do it like on a roller coaster when you yeah. pull your hands down exactly when, when in reality that bar is like 12 feet away above yeah. your head there's no way you're going to hit it yeah. and except in this case it's a tree on a screen <laughs> yeah um and what's funny is I, I thought of you on there as soon as I saw the golf course. I oh. leaned over to John and I said, there's a Mickey Mouse on the golf ball. No sooner did I say that than out came the golf ball at us. And, and sure enough, you could just barely see it for that fraction of a second. Yep. But anyway, so then we went on test tracks. But before we got online for test tracks, we got a fast pass. Mm-hmm. So we basically did test tracks twice. Then we went on Spaceship Earth, and anyone who's ever, who hasn't been on Spaceship Earth in a while, um, as you're starting your ascent up into it, they take your picture. And on your way down, they say, like, what kind of future would you like to see? And you touch your choices, leisure or work or stuff like Travel that. Travel or, yeah, know, a bunch of different things. Where would you like to live? And yeah. You get, yeah, you get probably, like, about, what, six choices of different yeah. scenarios. And, and they, 
the computer figures out where your head is and plops it onto the cartoon characters. So it looks like you're... They're showing a cartoon of you. It's like a kind of a sort of a retro-y Jetsons-ish, but not yeah. quite thing with your head on it. Yeah. Well, what we discovered when we got off the ride is that the little kiosks at the bottom... At, not at the bottom. The, there's kiosks at the end of the ride once you're off of it. And if you go over to it, you can actually send yourself that video. So Which I never realized either. Yeah, so we did that. So we've got the video. And I, w- I went for something way different than, you know, it said, like, what, what do you want to see the future of? And I said, work, because that's certainly something I would never have picked before. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so from there we went to, and I'm not going to drag this out every step of the way, but we went to uh, um, Disney Studios. I had to think of what it's called now. used to be Hollywood a, Studios. Disney MGM Studios. Now it's what? Disney Disney's Hollywood, Hollywood Studios. Studios. We got on the Tower of Terror. We got on Rock and Roller Coaster. But let me tell you, that Tower of Terror, it's kind of like the curse of be careful what you wish for. Because <laughs> I love that ride. Yeah. And... Of course, you get off of that, it, and anyone who doesn't know it, it's one of these rides, basically, where it's a, a free-fall drop, or faster, more of a free-fall. Um, and in the very beginning, you went up, you went down, it was over. Then there was twice the terror. You went up, down, up, down. And over the years, they've they've made it longer, because that's what people want. Right. Well... For me, it was just a little too long this time. <laughs> I started to get just a little bit sick, but it was fun. It's a, it's always a great ride. Yeah. Um, Toy Story, uh, what's it called? Toy Story Midway Mania? Mania. Midway Mania. That had a 70 or 90 minute wait, something yeah, like that. Insane. So, no, that wasn't happening. Magic Kingdom. Oh, actually, then we went home because the, Magic home to Orlando. Home to my parents' house, yes, Orlando, sorry. Not, yeah. Went back to my parents' house, Had took a two-hour nap, uh, went out to dinner. I just want to say, you suck. Yeah, I know. It was it was actually really nice. It was a, the perfect day. Because we got up, I couldn't fall asleep. That dog of ours, the little one, he kept hearing the air conditioner go off, or go on outside and he's like oh every time it went on he started barking wow he was driving me nuts i need to get the benadryl out (laughs) trust me if i had it he would have had some took me like two hours it it was like one o'clock before i finally fell asleep and we got up at seven Hmm. so i mean for you that's like a a full night's sleep yeah for me anyway so that's why we took the nap and then went out to eat and then went back to the magic kingdom and it, I love that place at night. It's just a really cool place. They're doing... We got on the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. You could describe that. I think you may have already. But I'm not describe sure. that. Describe what they changed at the end. Okay, well, they added a new area to the line on the front, which is weird because oh, yeah. it's optional. There's like, you, you can go through... They, they used to just have this little graveyard off to the side that had funny tombstones on it. But now they've opened it up into an extra line area where you go through and there's, like, uh, crypts and they interact. Like, there's one that's a crypt for a musician and there's these musical instruments on the, the wall in the crypt. And if you get your hand near them, it, the, like, music starts to play from that instrument. You they add that instrument to the 
to the, the haunted mansion, mansion theme, theme song. song that's playing in the background yeah. at that point. And the funny thing is, is you walk by and you see people pounding on them, but you don't even have to actually touch the wall. You just <laughs> have to get your hand close to it because um, it uses infrared. But anyway, uh, and then you go around and there's a uh, organ, like a looks like a pipe organ around the side of it. And if you touch the keys on the organ, it'll play music based on the keys and blow air out of the the organ holes. Again, you, they're not keys that press down, but touching the stone keys will do it. Right. And then there's, like, weird instruments on the other side, like a mirror breaking or a cat, and you touch, when you put your hand oh, on one of them, them. yeah, they, you, it'll do, like, a mirror breaking sound in, in tune with it, or the cat ah. crying sound in tune with it, and then there's another one with a bookcase, and there's some kind of a riddle with that one, but I'm not really sure on the details. We went through that one kind of fast, but there's books that pop out of the, the bookcase, uh, the stone bookcase, right. and if you push them in in a certain order, something happens. Well, see... It looked like as you pushed them in on on this side, on the other, the back side of it, where there's more books, mm-hmm. it looked like maybe that's where they would come out. So people over there, they would pop out for no reason, but meanwhile, it's the people on this side pushing them. Now, there is something to it, because when you get halfway through, there's a thing with a book open, and like there's text that writing itself on the book that tells you the riddle that you're trying to solve with it. In the ride? No, on the, in the line. Oh, in the crypt, oh, oh. and you go up, there's like an area where there's like a gate, and it's like some candles lit, and then there's a book that's open, just facing out, and oh, the text okay. is kind of scrolling across in the book. Oh, I missed that too. Yeah. And then there's, uh, then there's the one crypt that's of a sailor that was allergic to dirt, so they pickled him. And <laughs> there's holes in the, uh, there's like little, like, like chipped away holes in the crypt, and on the edges, and little spurts of water come out of it. That's randomly, funny. which is we funny. should have walked through there. No, well, I I kind of saw it and said, "Now nah, let's get on, let's get in there." And it's funny because it's all optional. You know, when yeah. I saw them building this, I assumed that they were just going to do something to get rid of the way the lion sometimes backs up out of the yeah out of the regular haunted mansion area. But at least at this point, anyway, it was like you can go this way or this way. Yeah, that was like I yeah. didn't quite get that. But the uh, thing that they changed at the end, though, they, where the hitchhiking ghosts were, which was an area where you'd go by and there'd be, you'd go by a scene and there'd be three ghosts with their thumbs out, like hitchhiking, and then at right after that, you'd go around a corner and then you'd see mirrors and they would be using the uh, the reflection trick on the mirrors to show the ghosts in the the car with you. Well, they've replaced that complete with an entirely new digital system now. But the cool thing about it, though, is, is it still looks like the mirrors. Yes, it does. It's actually recording you and then in real time animating these 3D characters interacting with your body on the screen and then giving it back to you. But it doesn't look like you're looking at a screen. So before where it was just this kind of like sort of cheesy animatronic ghost that barely moved that you were seeing in the reflection. Now you've got one that can do various things. It can tell how many people are in the car and it can do different things. Like one of the examples is that there's three people in a car. It'll do like a like the um, three card monte where it's like shuffling the heads or the cards around. Yeah. It'll shuffle your heads around. Nice. And you can see that one. There's another one where there's only one person. He'll pull your head off and then blow it up like a balloon and then let de- let then let go of it and it flops around and deflates and then goes back to where your head was. Uh, and then for two people, one of the ones is the, the ghost is riding on top, sitting on top of the car, and he turns on a lantern that like blasts your heads out. That's what happened to us. We didn't. We that one's hard. That one's hard to tell until yeah. it's almost too late. Yeah, that one's not one of the better ones. And then your heads come back. But the thing is, though, is it's doing all of this in real time. It's as it's seeing you, it's doing all this stuff on screen, That's and it looks cool. like it's interacting. It, it is really, really cool. They did a really, really good job with that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it would it would have been nice if we saw like if something better happened. Yeah, because when we got off of there, it was like, well, that was kind of it was cool, but not really. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that was one of the less impressive ones. But actually, what was cool? I mean, we did go on. Uh, it's a small world for the first time since they redid it, and to be honest, I was going to say since John recovered from the last. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. It was very bright and cheery in there, you know. And that's what they did, right? Didn't yeah. they just repaint everything? Pretty much yeah. fixed animatronics. And yeah. Well, so it looked it looked good. But we went on what's it called now? The, it used to be called the Wedway People Mover. It, now it's the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. There you go. It's those blue and silver cars that run along a track up elevated above Tomorrowland. They go they go through a few rides. Yeah. But. So it's nighttime, mm-hmm. and we go, the tram goes through, or the, whatever it is. What, the the people mover. The people mover goes through Space Mountain, and as we enter the tunnel, usually it's pitch black. Right. Daytime, nighttime, it's pitch black. Yep. But I couldn't remember the last time we went through there at night, so when we turned the corner and went in, the lights were on. And I said, that's weird, I don't remember these lights. So we you kind of turn the corner... And as you turn the corner, you're going between the two up ramps for the roller coaster. Because there's two, actually, two roller coasters yeah. in there that are almost almost mirror images of each other. Yeah. So, but the the wedway basically just keeps going straight ahead, right between them, and then you continue on. It it turns, and now you're basically running parallel to the lines. Right. Just again elevated. So we make that turn. And we're we're heading towards the um, the up ramps of the roller coaster, and I realize all the lights are on. I'm like, holy crap, the lights are on! <laughs> so I quick grab my camera and I start snapping pictures. Well, it turns out what had happened was that that morning, and you may have heard it on the news or whatever, yeah. um, some woman basically the train came back. After after the ride, the train came back, and one of the people in there, a woman, was unconscious. So, of course, they they ended up taking her to the hospital, and I guess it's standard procedure that if some if someone's dead on the roller coaster, she wasn't dead. Right. She but if something like that happens, they shut it down and inspect the thing from top to bottom. Yep. So, sure enough, that's what had happened. I got about... Probably about ten pictures of Space Mountain with the lights yeah, on. They're fairly decent ones too. There was there were two that were mostly clear. The other ones were pretty blurry, but you could tell what you were looking at. But the two that came out really good were really cool. Yeah. Because I mean, when you're on Space Mountain, you're in the dark. You don't see anything. You don't know where the the ceiling is really, and you're not exactly sure where the track. You can see a little bit, a little bit of the track directly but in front of you, much. but not much. This was full-on cement ceiling, um, unpainted steel tracks and stuff. I mean, why would they paint them? It's in the dark. Yeah. So it was. It looked like a lot of people that saw it said it looks like an oil refinery. Yeah. And it does because of all the tubing from the tracks. It looked yeah. like pipe. Yeah. It was. It was actually very cool. And and I like I said, I just kept snapping pictures and and I think. I was busy looking at the camera more than the actual, <laughs> the ride itself, but it it was interesting to see. Yeah. So, 
and we stayed for they have a new a new what is that one called something memory I think memory is tossed in there somewhere they yeah but that was the big the big theme everywhere was let the memories begin and basically long story short what they do is they project images onto Cinderella's castle in in different themes like there was a Rapunzel theme where vines and stuff were growing up onto the castle there was another one where it was like toy trains riding around the turrets and stuff and like there's a small world character is going around like a yeah. like a like a Swiss um cuckoo clock, cuckoo or, clock or a German cuckoo clock yeah. or whatever yeah um Gosh, there, there were there was a There's lot of one where it's like scribbled in, and yeah. The thing is, is when they when the castle would change like that, it actually looked real. That was the yeah the amazing part is, is this is basically what they were doing is projecting an image of the castle on the castle. Yeah, from nine different vantage points to cover. Is that what it yeah. is? D- is it all four sides of the castle? I don't know, to be honest. I know I know that all around the front of it on all yeah all, on all sides, but I don't know. I don't know if they do it on the back or not. It was well, and and the other thing which is more of a fantastic idea but less impressive when you see it is that throughout the day they're taking pictures and video of guests in the parks and at the end of the day those pictures become well some of them become part of the show they project the pictures of children and families and stuff onto the castle well it sounds like a really cool idea, except that you can't really make them out. Yeah, because the castle is 3D. Yeah. And the the effects, you know, the effects of the castle changing is fine because it's actually mapped to the shape of the castle. But right, there's no like perfectly flat surface on the castle to project these images, and they're doing it from a point where they're trying to to do it so that there's different ones on different sides of the castle so everybody can see it. Yeah. And there aren't really any perfectly smooth flat surfaces because the big broad surfaces look like brick. They're, yeah, yeah, they're exactly. not flat. So again, uh, uh, that part of it is a great idea. Just doesn't really work too well. But the changing the castle into different themes and stuff, and like the one point when it looked like the bricks were falling off of it, and then yep. they, and then they they lift off when the one turret looked like a rocket. The tallest turret. It was when um, Buzz Lightyear from Infinity to Beyond thing. Yeah, and the tallest turret took off like a rocket. At least it looked like it yep. did, of course, but. Very cool, and there was a couple of points where it like rippled. You'd hear this like shimmery really effect. It was, shimmery, it would be like, like ch- wind chime sound, and yeah. It, even though you knew damn well that that castle was still there, if you let your mind relax a little bit and not keep saying, "Oh, that that's fake," all of your really senses were telling you, you know, the that, sound and the sight. There, looked, yeah, like it's a hologram or something. Yeah. So it was. It was. And every time that would happen, people are like, oh. <laughs> you would hear the entire crowd like, like sigh when when you know, or <gasps> so. It was funny. So we we really had a nice a nice weekend over there. It was cool. Oh, the next, actually, that day, the twenty first, was my mother's birthday. That's when the world was supposed to end. That didn't happen. We were so uh, she was disappointed. She was looking forward to the, to, well, you know, whatever. To everybody, we're all going out in style. No. Hmm. Well, at at 6.30, I happened to look down at my watch, and we were at dinner. And I said, oh! And they're like, what? I said, we're still here. 
Well, you didn't expect well, that's because all the good people left. You know? Yeah, I know. I, th- I thought of that later. I should have said, oh, crap, did anyone disappear? Someone on my Twitter feed posted something the, the day before, like, fun, fun end of the world practical joke. Throw some clothes out in the front yard. <laughs> That would have been because that was supposed to be the deal. Is that you know the good people that were getting called up to heaven would just dissolve and right. leave their clothing, you know their clothing would lay behind yep. wherever they were. That would have been pretty funny <laughs> to do that. Anyway, so, so either the world's not coming to an end, or we're really all in trouble. Yeah. Now we'll but, all have fun. But the funny thing is, is you know I hadn't really paid that much attention to that. I thought they were still talking about the Aztec calendar ending thing. I didn't realize it was from the Christian Bible. And then when I found out more about it, I didn't realize it was just one crazy old guy that yeah. thought he'd found some secret code hidden in the Bible. Uh-huh. I'm wondering how that works. Can I make? Can I get some press and say, like, I've discovered in the Bible the cure for cancer, but... Absolutely. And when the world is going to end and get international coverage and then... Yep. Just have to try to bank as much as I can on that before my date comes up, so... And there was, there but he's he's now determined he's he improperly calculated it, which he's done once before. I was going to say 90s. he did that in the nineties. So now he's saying it's going to be like sometime in October of this year. So I thought October was supposed to be when the rest of the planet, the rest of the people on the planet, would go poof. Well, what it, okay, what it was is apparently this was the date at which Jesus came down and made his judgment. Right. That was that was the the Jesus judgment day, but then the other one will be God's judgment day. And he said he's not uh, going to bother to advertise or promote this one because at this point it's too late. Jesus has already claimed the ones that are going to be safe, so there's no point uh, in even there's no point in warning anybody anymore because you're already screwed. Yeah. To me I'm thinking so that means if you were one of the good ones then that means now's the time to now's the time to go raping and and looting because but you realize you're already in the you're already in the door. still here. <laughs> well, no, but they're, they're supposedly they're not going to get called up until this October date. Uh, what happened was is they got the nod, like, all right, you're in, you're in, oh, I you're in. Come back in October. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. There was some guy up in New York that like blew his life savings on on advertising it yeah. and like trying to yeah be prepared. Blah blah blah. Uh, and he, I ref- really, I mean, never mind, he's an old guy that's kind of an idiot, but I feel sorry for those people because they actually, not they were, like, I don't feel sorry for the guy that came out and claimed all this, right, because he's just a jackass, <laughs> but I do feel sorry for the people that were gullible and fed into it and did something like that, because that guy that was in New York was doing what he thought was a good thing, you know, he was trying to trying to warn everybody and he was so certain and believed so strongly in what this other jackass was saying that he <laughs> and he couldn't couldn't understand it I, th- like, I think there were even like cameras on him at on 6 o'clock time. and he couldn't figure it out I don't understand no I, I, why I don't get it <laughs> no wow but we were at Disney and we figured what better place to be at if the yeah. end of the world was here that is true. I was at a craft fair with like a hundred and eighty degree temperature. Oh, in the in the air, not not me, but <laughs> love, yeah. But uh, thinking we're in hell. No, it was fun. It was just it was hot, prohibitively hot where we were. You know, should have come to Disney. Believe me. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, what we were doing was important. It was a kind of it was a, actually the the biggest craft fair, Mimi, or the bi- the best sales she's gotten at one of these things so far. Oh, so. cool. So it was a good thing we went. It was a good thing we went, but yeah, it was just miserably hot. Like, two hours in, she's like, I'm ready to go home. Ugh. 
That sucks. Yeah. So, uh, it's, we're a little past time for a music break because it's crap. actually over halfway through the show. Wow. That's so, a shocker. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and stop and we're going to listen to, uh, what is it going to be? We're going to listen to No More Candy by Ginny Oops. Oh, yeah, Oops. Greetings, Exalted One. Season 1 of Sci-Fi Channel's Who Wants to Be a Superhero, and you're listening to Bunch of Dorks, like me. Game on! Oh my gosh, and, and we're, we're back. showing up. Oh, oh I it's think we're there. back, we're back, it's just at the bottom. Yep, there it yep. is. So that was uh, Ginny Oops and Oops. No More Candy. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, well, maybe, you know, better luck next time. So anyway, um, what else you got? Oh, you were going to talk about your neighbor's, uh... Oh, 
oh, going to the hospital. Okay. I'll tell that real fast because there's really not a whole lot to it. A couple of Saturdays ago, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. middle of the night, the dog starts barking. Okay. So mm-hmm. air conditioning wasn't a wasn't No, a that, we were home. He's used to all the noises at home. Little oh, yeah, okay, so that was the air conditioning at your parents' house. That yes, was, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. pick up on that before. Yeah. I was kind of wondering why, no, unless, unless it was coming into the summer months, it was kicking on. Right, more. new noises. that He he hasn't been over there a whole lot because we, we really were leery about leaving him with my parents for a while, but he's okay. So he's not used to all the noises and stuff uh, over there. Place, yeah. So anyway, uh, four in the morning, little dog Toby starts barking. Mm-hmm. And of course, first thing we do is shh, go to sleep. Come here, lay down. You know all that stuff. Yeah. And eventually he does go to sleep. Before that, I heard like a bang, like um, coming from our the master bathroom. Sounded like to me, it sounded like maybe the people upstairs dropped the toilet seat or something like that. You know, I was asleep, but kind of half heard it and then he started barking and I was immediately awake and shush go to sleep blah 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 yeah so I'm I'm falling back asleep and all of a sudden he starts barking again and it's definitely the alert bark as opposed to the you know uh, just playing bark yeah it's the oh crap somebody's coming in and trying to kill us yeah there's a definite difference in the sound so I get up, and as I'm heading towards the living room, I hear someone banging on the front door. I'm like, holy fuck, what is this? And I get closer to the door, and I hear someone say, man with no name. And before I'm even going to answer, I look in the peephole. Well, did you know that if you wear contacts and you look through a peephole, you're going to see blur from further away? (laughs) I did not. It didn't help. I thought if I looked through the peephole, it would show me, like, right on the other side, and it would be clear. It wasn't. So I had no idea who it was, but I said, okay, whoever it is, push that little button over there. we got that buzz going again. We're going to have to pause. Or are we? That little... Okay, and we're back. Yeah. We're back. Good. Uh, we finally figured out how to fix that. So that's we just one press thing. a button and press it again, and the sound goes away. Go, and it, the bad sound. We have no idea go. why, but or what we're pushing, but it, it goes works, away, yeah. and then it works. So anyway, so I said, well, whoever it is, rains. whoever it is knows my name, so I'm going to risk it. I open the door, and it's our neighbor next mm-hmm. door. And I said, what's up? He said, I'm taking Jen to the hospital. I need you to do me a favor. Follow us there, and we're going to Largo Medical Center. I said, okay. And he hands me the keys to her car. Okay. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. You don't ask why. You just you just right. do it. So I get dressed, and I go get in her car and drive to Largo Medical Center. Get there. It's empty. There's no one there. You know, 4.15 in the morning, whatever mm-hmm. it was. So I was sitting in the the waiting room for, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes. And then I went back there to her. She, we, I thought she was passing a kidney stone. She had really bad cramps in her stomach. So I just, I mean, everything she said, it sounded like kidney stones. Mm. 
the the fun part was I was there till seven o'clock. Not that big of a deal, really, you know, just staying there. And I guess what they wanted me to do was drop off, uh, bring her car there. He would drive me home. I would, and then he would drive back to the hospital. So their car would be there. Hmm. Well, I said, don't worry about it. You know, if it's that big of a deal, John will come get me. Right. He already said that. Give him a call, he'll come get me. Because I told him, there's no reason for you to come. Hmm. Uh, go back to sleep. So... I, it, what she had, they never actually found out there. Mm-hmm. All the tests came back fine. She was okay, even though she was still... Her stomach was bothering her. She's had a lot of gas. They, it, they said it could have been. Although um, that's what they thought my problem was, and it turned out to be. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but the the fun part about that is, as we're sitting there, in the cubicle next to her, there was a drunk... He must have been there from before she got there. Hmm. No, not not babbling, out, passed out, gone, drunk, wow. dead to the world. Except at one point he woke up. Didn't say anything, but apparently he was trying to get out of bed. Hmm. And they're telling him, no, Derek, stay right there. Don't get up. Stay there. And then at one point the nurses all went running towards him. No! Apparently, he started tipping the the whole bed over. Wow. And the whole thing started to go, trust me when I tell you, by the time she was ready to leave, he, I mean, that, that whole thing was like five minutes. Mm-hmm. The rest of the time, he was out. But on the way out, I peeked into the cubicle, and I wish I had taken a picture of that. <laughs> he was, uh, he looked like he was beaten up and thrown out on the street and left to die. He was a mess, and he, the 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 look on his unconscious face was just... Oh, and somewhere along the way, when he started to try and get out of bed, they were saying, just call the police now. We're going to end up having to do it anyway, so just call them now. Let's get it over with. And I was hoping that would happen, because at least then there'd be something Some interesting yeah. going on, but they never did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, when we left, he was just okay. asleep, so we didn't get... We didn't get any excitement. You needed something to poke him with from your cue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought at one point about banging on the wall or something, <laughs> but, yeah. Wow. So the, the, it wasn't that exciting, but at least there was a little something. But, boy, I was wishing I had a picture of it. Mm. Well, you had that picture in your brain. <sighs> and that'll last you until you die or go senile, one or the other. Derek so. was a mess. Yes. Well, I got one little thing I'd like to talk about yes. before we go to the next music break. Yes. Because um, we're actually not that far from the end of the show, surprisingly. Wow. But, you know, I can't remember the name of the girl, but there's a case going on right now. There's a trial that's happening in Orlando. Casey? Yeah, Anthony? something. I think so. Yeah. About, the, you know, the, the woman who apparently allegedly murdered her, her baby. And right. And, uh... I don't know a whole lot about it because I haven't been really following it, but, you know, in the break room, we hear nothing. It, it, it's, an, it's an interesting refrain from hearing about Charlie Sheen and Lindsay Lohan, which is usually <laughs> what they're talking about at lunchtime. Yeah. but uh, On the TV. Yeah, on the TV. Yeah. Because we have a permanent news channel that's like a like a like a People magazine that runs... It's CNN. I know, but, but I guess during the middle of the day... Yeah, they throw the stupid... That's all unemployed people watching, so I guess... Yeah, really... <laughs> 
But anyway. This week, Paris Hilton was spotted. Anyway, um... she was. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure she's on medication for that now. Uh, anyway, the, uh, the other morning, though, I was on my way in, and I come in later than a lot of other people there, and they were talking about something, and they were showing a broadcast of it, and... They were saying, oh, and, and to see an, an, a uh, live feed, go to our website, you know, it's running 24-7 or whatever, and they commented, they're supposed to be dropping another bombshell today. And, like, the one the one news anchor said that, and the other one's like, oh, I can't wait to hear what that is. And they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. And then they went to commercial break. What it could even be? I don't know what it was. The thing oh. about her being raped or the kid drowning. Oh, oh, I don't in know. that case. You yeah, something. Oh, okay. But the way they were talking about it, though, it sounded like it was like some kind of murder mystery show. Jeez. Like, like, like the, ooh, I can't wait to see what they reveal, you know. And I'm, I'm thinking, like, what, what is wrong? <laughs> yeah, really. With our society, when the news broadcasters are like, let's see what good shit they dig up today. <laughs> it's like, every day is an exciting day with this trial. I don't know, it just, I mean... Regardless of what happened, a child is dead. Yeah, really. And Let's not get excited about a that. A child is dead. Either a child is dead and a relatively innocent and confused mother is on trial for the world to see, or a child is dead and a selfish, vindictive mother is being, you know, in a, in a strange, bizarre way, fetishized by the media and made into yeah. some kind of a celebrity. Either way, it's it's horribly, horribly wrong, and I don't, I just don't understand... I think, like, the first time I recall something like this was the O.J. Simpson trial. Right, right. And ever since then, it seems like they're waiting patiently yeah, for, the next for the next entertaining That, that made you trial. just think, is there even a court TV anymore? I don't know. I don't think there is. I want to say it changed to something else. Probably. Because boy, that was 24-7 O.J. Yeah. And, you know, the funny thing is, is the time I used to work at a bank, and it was a savings bank, so uh, we, our, our, most of our customers were older because it wasn't really it was in the banking you've got commercial banks and saving banks and commercial banks are the ones that like most young people or people our age younger would have checking accounts with and the ones that like uh, McDonald's drops their cash off right. with at night. Savings banks basically are investment places. Old people put lots of money in them. CDs, CDs, and, and yeah. yeah, and. Uh, it was the funniest thing because we, you know, when the trial started, I was I was there when the trial was uh, starting and going on, and when uh, you know, we'd open up in the mornings and we'd be relatively slow, and then at about 3 p.m. suddenly, <laughs> we'd get but this the coverage was over. Well, it, what was happening is they were it was noon and they were breaking for lunch out there in California. <laughs> so three hours ahead at 3 p.m., we'd suddenly get this hurried influx of old people. <laughs> We'd be busy for about 45 minutes, and then it would suddenly dry up again. <laughs> wow. Because th that was like their only window to come to the bank while the trial was going on, <laughs> you know, unless they got up really early in the morning. But it just it was like, wow. That's a lot of, old, lot of old white people really interested in what happens to this this African-American football, former football player, slash actor, slash whatever. Slash murderer. Yeah. <laughs> well, so... Was that it? Um, yeah, that was all I had oh. with okay. that, having to do with that. So okay. if you're going to comment, that's cool. We'll no. comment. Otherwise, we're going to take our next music oh, break. Oh, music. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, we only had about a 16-minute break there between... Uh, 16-minute break between music breaks. <laughs> uh, anyway, coming up uh, next is Perhaps, Perhaps, Perhaps by... Petty Buka? Very good. Oh. Buka. Petty Buka. 
Somebody stop me! Gosh, and, and we're, we're back, back again. again. Thank you, Petty Buka. I just uh, took what to you seems like a three-minute break, but for us it was about twenty to have dinner. Mm-hmm. We had uh, some good old homemade pizza. pizza. Yeah. And Sally, the bar wench, is waiting patiently for Mao to come home so she, she, he can start cooking again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she misses your food, Mao. Oh, yes. <laughs> And after this, we're going to go to one of our sponsors. Well, they're not really a sponsor, except in a spiritual sense. Yomo. Otherwise yeah, it's becoming a, a tradition, it seems. Yes, Yogurt Mountain. A lot of times after the show, we go there and get some good stuff. It's healthy because it's made of yogurt. It's unhealthy because <laughs> of everything that's in the yogurt and what we put on top of it. Mm-hmm. But it's good. Anyway, though. What else you got? Anything? 
I'm about dry, actually, but I see you have a list there. Well, where we've, we've now resorted to the topic scrolls. Here's the thing. Normally, we don't do lists of things, but there's been a couple of times, and to be honest, we don't normally steal from the from radio. And when we do, normally it's me, but if I do, I, I mention, and there were a couple of things over the past week or two that I heard on radio station out of New York, Z100, mm-hmm. which is, I listened to it on iHeartRadio after the MJ morning show here out of Florida. Mm-hmm. And... They had, between the two shows, they had a couple of things that I thought were interesting enough just to to write down and and bring up on the show. One of them was a list of the worst paying jobs in the United States, and the list came from uh, the Blue- Bloomberg, CBS, Money World, something like that. Yeah, that ought to be interesting, because basically that would be, have to be a minimum wage job. I guess it would be. So, can you think of... Of any that might be on this list, just to see if well, if fast food right. restaurant is one because I know, you know, you get hired at McDonald's or Taco Bell at the counter, all you get is minimum wage. You just found the num well close enough to the number one job, fast food cook, is eighteen point five thousand a year. That's about right, and that's because and, and in reality, and most restaurants, most fast food restaurants, the, that cook is also the drive-through guy and also the front desk guy. It's oh. whoever they need that night. The only the only differentiation there is by age. If you're under a certain age, you can't handle. You're not allowed to work mm-hmm. in the kitchen legally. Oh, like if you're under the age of 16, I think you have to, you can only work the counters in most of those places. So that makes sense. But otherwise, though, the people that work in the back, unless they're hideous, <laughs> even then that doesn't stop them. Most times, uh, they also work the counter. Mm-hmm. Any other? Thoughts of who might be on the lowest l- lowest paid jobs in America? Okay, fast food cook was one. Um, right. I'm just trying to think of basically just about any job that a teenager would be eligible for. So yeah, uh, there's there's quite a few of those here. Uh, so like seven, like um, convenience store clerk, maybe uh, cashier. Yeah, okay. nineteen point eight thousand. I'll I'll start at number ten. Ushers and ticket takers, twenty thousand. They're actually on the higher end. Wow. Yeah, uh, cashiers are number nine at nineteen point eight thousand. At number eight is amusement park attendants. <laughs> so I guess the people that that pull on your seatbelt to make sure you're you're locked. Yeah. Nineteen point seven thousand. Restaurant hostess is number seven at nineteen point six thousand. Uh, bartender helper. A bar back? Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually, I'd never heard that word before. Yeah, those are the ones that bring, like, the new kegs up and... Oh, oh, okay. Okay, they, they're... They're I like Igor. I didn't get the the price, the salary for that, but the next one is cafeteria worker at 19.2,000. So the bar back is between 19.2 and 19.6, somewhere in there. Uh, a shampooer at a salon is 19.1,000. Uh, number three is a dishwasher at eighteen point six, tied with a food prep, food preparer at eighteen point six, and then your first guess was a fast food cook at eighteen five. Wow! So, even though you think you may be in a crappy job, just think it could be worse. Could be doing one of those jobs. Trust I know me, I, I wouldn't. I think about that because I did at one point. <laughs> in my life. Yeah, I mean. And actually, most miserable job in the world being the manager of those lowest paid people. <laughs> because 
there's two kinds of people that get jobs at fast food restaurants, and both of them are basically people that can't get jobs anywhere else. <laughs> One is teenagers that have no job history and very inflexible schedules and very mm-hmm. erratic work habits. And one is adults that have uh, very erratic <laughs> and really no job history either. Nice. So, yeah. This I thought was funny just because I mentioned it to you before. I had no idea why I wrote these things on this piece of paper. But I thought it'd be interesting just to read what I wrote. And again, I have no idea why I wrote it. it I wrote One Tree Hill, mm-hmm. a show that I've never seen before. Well, Blondie knows about that one, so... Is is that the one with that Spencer Pratt? With I have no idea. Okay. I just know, yeah, I I just know we had a discussion, and I'm like, so there's a hill, and there's only one tree on it. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, in- interesting plot for a series. Okay. Yeah. Tell me more. And that was the end of the discussion. And then they wrote female, in parentheses, toolbox. Female, quote-unquote, toolbox. And motorcycle. Female, <laughs> toolbox, motorcycle. And then... I know what this is for. The it's shopping a, list, it's isn't it? It's a continuation of what's on the other side of this. Okay, now that I know what this is for. <laughs> okay. Mystery solved, folks. Yes. It's about to be revealed. Yes, it is. Okay. Do you ever watch Modern Family? Show with Ed O'Neill? No. Okay. It's it's basically... I don't have live TV, so ah, I'm, one, I'm one of those weirdos now. It's basically a faux reality type show okay. where you know you see action and then the the characters talk into the camera mm-hmm. you know a cutaway yeah, explain so, what was going yeah, on yeah exactly so it's it's that type of show it's actually very funny mm-hmm. um Ed O'Neill is the father he with he married a younger woman okay wait a minute Ed O'Neill's the married with children yes. okay he's married to remarried to a younger lat- latin Latina woman. Latina. Latina. Because at one time, I, I one time said a female Latina, and so well, he goes, okay, as opposed to a male Latina. Yeah. yeah. And I just said the same thing, even though I knew. Yeah. Uh, a Latina with a, like, 13-year-old son. Mm-hmm. Ed O'Neill has two grown children who have families of their own. The, the gay son with his partner and their adopted little Asian girl, and then the daughter with her husband, two girls and a boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, a couple of weeks ago there was an episode where the gay couple mm-hmm. one of them got sick and the other one had tickets to or they had tickets to go see Lady Gaga. Uh-huh. And the one who wasn't sick was like that's that's my only gay cliche is Lady Gaga and and I allow myself to have that gay cliche and of course as he says this his hands are going all over the place in a very flamboyant manner and then he crosses his legs you know in in a very <laughs> my only gay cliche right gotcha. so and of course then he realizes it and he you know sits sits changes the way he's sitting with his legs wide apart and but that then led to on the radio Okay, what's your gay cliche? What do you allow yourself to have? Now, of course, I don't expect you to come up with anything because you really haven't given any notice. So what I'm going to give, what I'm going to read you are what people called in and said. Okay. And the people on the show. I mean, things they did that were cliche for, for, for guys. For guys okay. that are gay. So, no. Or just for, guys. For guys in general. Okay, but I, okay here's... I, I thought we were asking, what do I do that seems effeminate? And I was going to say, well, I, I could make a list of that. Cause I well, I, that is kind of what 
what the list is. Okay. Like, for example, one guy called up and said, I watch Glee. Yeah, okay. That, that's a gay cliche. And I will admit, uh, for a long time, I watched it too. That was what I would call one of my meh pleasures. I wouldn't call it guilty exactly, but it was like when there was nothing else on. I was like, alright. Yes, that's a gay cliche. But uh, Mimi Bun put a stop to that. She, she actually <laughs> went online and looked and she's like, you know... I see other women saying this about like their husbands and boyfriends, and like the, she's like they're on Yahoo me- Yahoo questions and answers asking, "Is it normal for my <laughs> husband to like Glee? Should I be worried?" And she's like, "And there's a lot of discussion about that, so I don't think you should be watching that anymore." And I'm like, "What do you care? If you're not around, it's you know like because that's what would happen is I I watched it one time and she's like, "Oh my God, I can't believe you're watching that," and I'm like, "Just go in your own room and do whatever you're doing, you know, just." Ignore me, and, and then the next time she came out and sat there and just started ripping on it and ripping on it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, and she's like, well, I'm forced to watch it. I'm like, you weren't forced to watch shit. You weren't even here when I started it. <laughs> this is why I call in sick, to sit at home and watch TV, because <laughs> I was watching it on Hulu, but nice. anyway, but yeah, so, okay, that would be one of my gay cliches, I guess, as a, as a straight guy. So since, since we are coming to the end of the show, let me just read yeah. off the rest of these quick. Um... A guy ordering hair care products online. <laughs> uh, Lady Gaga. Uh, if you sculpt your eyebrows, that's a gay cliche. You mean, no, not licking your finger and straightening them, but like plucking them or, uh, or having them shaped, you know, having oh, okay. them waxed and getting a uh, uh, Jack, Jack Nicholson look. If you listen to Broadway show tunes, that's a gl- gay cliche. If you have bath products, that's a gay cliche. If you go to Bath and Body Works for your products, that's a gay cliche. Then I found out, then I remembered why I wrote these things on the back. Because then a lesbian called in. (laughs) And she said, well, I have a toolbox. And she meant the real thing, not, you know, play on words. And they said, yep, that's a gay cliche. And I drive a motorcycle, gay cliche. I watch One Tree Hill, gay cliche. And uh, that was a guy. Mm -hmm. And back to a guy, uh, he watches Project Runway. (laughs) Yeah. So... That was. I just thought those were kind of funny. Like yeah. I said, funny enough to at least come and come tell you. And with that, we're done. Well, wait a minute. There's oh. we still got the roar. So I'm oh. gonna say something real quick. Yeah. Yes. The other day, Mimi Ben and I were riding behind somebody on a motorcycle. And we thought it was a guy. We pulled it to the side, and it was a woman with a mullet and sunglasses <laughs> on, with no helmet, and it was like gay or straight. <laughs> She's that. Well, that was her response. You know, according to the gay cliche. That's a gay. Yes. A woman that looks like a man on a motorcycle. Pretty much. All right. Well, I guess this is a, another another episode in the can. Uh, how do you feel about Ooh. the episode, Man With No Name? I feel like it's time to go. I feel like we should make fun of James somehow. I know nobody knows who James is, but I feel like we should say something about our friend James. Some, I don't know. Just because? Yes, because, yeah. I... I, I Gosh, the ammunition is... Speaking of, speaking of gay cliches... <laughs> okay, that's okay, good enough. That's good enough. Right. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, folks. Bye, folks. Bunchofdorks.com. Yeah. Yeah. That's not cool. <laughs>